My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 131 of The Kate Show. And today I'm talking about how you can mentor your colleagues for income. Because did you guys know that setting up more than one income stream is a great way to bolster your business? Not only does it increase publicity, but it also helps you help more people. And isn't that what we are in business to do? And of course, more importantly, it helps you provide for your family, even when times are uncertain, which if I'm being honest, that's like 99% of our lives as humans. I mean, we live in uncertainty. It's just the way of the world. Aside from offering virtual consults, coaching and mentoring can actually be used as alternative income streams. If you've been asked more than a few times about your success in business, your processes, your systems, or even the hands-on work you do, like creating complicated window treatments, or how you conduct client discovery calls and consults, you could easily package that information and then sell it to your less experienced peers because that would really help them out. Why not have someone learn from the mistakes you've made, the years of experiences you've had, and benefit them and then in turn create an income stream for you? I mean, it sounds good in theory, right? However, you might feel intimidated by the technology, the marketing, the content creation that goes into this. Well, in today's episode of The Kate Show, I'm explaining a simple, efficient method you can follow to package and sell your experience and knowledge, thus creating a sustainable and truly passive income for your business. Super excited to talk about this. I think that a lot of you have knowledge, no matter what industry you are in, whatever micro industry you're in, in the home industry you have something that someone else would pay money to know. So don't discredit yourself. Don't think, well, I've only been in the business like seven years and I feel like, you know, maybe I I don't have all my crap together. Well, lady, none of us do, honestly. But if you've been getting questions, like I said, you might actually have something there. So I want you to, if nothing else, just ponder what I'm saying in this episode. Take a few notes because Maybe you're not ready to share your information now. Maybe you're not ready to set up that second income stream right now, but you might be next year or two years from now. So just a thought. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I do want to also share review of the week because that's super fun to share. Plus, I love reading all the reviews you guys leave me. So this one comes from RR Design of Massachusetts and he or she says, Although I've been in the interior design profession for nine years, I recently decided to take my business to the next level after listening to one of Kate's podcasts. I have binge listened to an entire series and have listened to multiple episodes at least two or three times. She has opened my eyes to the world of marketing that we all need in order to move our businesses to the next level of success. Thanks, Kate, and your amazing team. And thank you, RR Design. I really appreciate that you guys take time to write me these reviews. If you have not left me a star rating or a review, you can do that on the Apple Podcast app. All right, now let's get into how to mentor your colleagues for income. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Before we dive into how to turn your knowledge into profit, Let's just stop for a second and figure out whether or not you're a good candidate for this type of income stream right now. So first, you do need to have several years of experience in your current profession. So designer, stager, fabricator, organizer, whatever you are, just make sure you've been doing it for a little while. Second, you also need to have your own processes and your own systems in place that are serving your business well 
and directly increasing your productivity and your profits. So if you're actually using someone else's systems or processes, that's awesome, but you cannot resell that information. That would be knowledge theft, which I talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So you know that would be a huge no-no. But if you have only been running your business for a few years, like I said, you might just want to wait until you've had more experience working with a variety of clients and projects. But also keep in mind that experience alone is not enough to indicate that you are ready to lead others in your industry. You might also want to make sure that you can communicate effectively and put your knowledge into easily digestible bits. When colleagues start asking you for advice or requesting that you share your systems and your secrets with them, that is a solid sign that you've likely met the qualifiers for becoming an educator to your peers and not just their colleague anymore. Bear in mind that having built one successful business, however, does not qualify you to become a business coach. This drives me nuts. I see people all the time who had one good run in business and suddenly they're like, I'm a business coach. And it's like, girl, you don't know. You don't know. You built one business. A good business coach will have already owned or led various companies in different industries, have strong mathematical and economic assessment skills, official certifications, and so much more. A mentor, however, can be anyone who is experienced in a certain field and looking to guide others who are in the same field. So that's why I want to make that distinction. You guys can totally become mentors. Please don't make the mistake of calling yourself a coach because that really detracts from what a coach actually does or actually should be. So if you think, okay, yeah, I could be a mentor. Or if you think, yeah, you know, I could be in the near future, you'll need to follow a specific path to getting all your lucrative knowledge out of your head and into a sellable package. And I'm going to explain how to do that. So the first thing you have to do is research what your peers actually need. So before you go nuts with all your note taking as you listen to this episode, think about the questions your peers have asked you. Do they need help managing client interactions? Are they desperate for your well-organized and consistent workflows? Or are they baffled by how well you repurpose your marketing content? Do they envy the confident, poised way that you guide viewers through your project tours when you do them on IGTV or Facebook Live? List these specific questions that you've been asked by your peers. And if you can only come up with a few topics, why don't you just post that question on your most active social channels or a Facebook group? and then record the responses that you receive. So basically, go to a Facebook group that you own or that you're part of, or go on Instagram stories and just say, hey, if you guys could learn how to do anything that I do in my business, internally or externally, what would it be? And you might only get a few responses, but that might be all you need. So just make sure that you are polling your audience, that you are asking the right questions, so that you can get them to ask you the right questions. The next thing you'll need to do is catalog your knowledge. If you're doubtful that you have enough information to share, much less to sell, you might surprise yourself. Make a list of the things that you've learned in your business from year one to present day and include everything from client management and team leadership to hiring and firing. Don't forget to list your favorite vendors and how you use them, as well as any time-saving or automation tools that you might use. Then you need to categorize that knowledge list into three sections. You'll have internal business practices, systems and processes, and client or project-based skills. Let me just break down each of those really quick. Internal business practices can include bookkeeping habits, billing practices, how you set your prices, and other things along the lines of just very numbers-oriented. The systems and processes category would not be limited to but include 
how you onboard and offboard your clients, how you set client boundaries and expectations, how you avoid project creep, and as well as any templates you might use for your client and project workflows. The last category, client or project-based skills, would be something like how to work with an organizing client who is having a hard time letting things go, or how to fabricate a complicated window treatment for patio doors. Those are totally random examples, but I hope you get the picture. If there is something you do that you might consider to be your art, there is a way for you to teach that to other people. So after you've made that list and you've categorized it into those three sections, compare these categories and skills and knowledge with that of your peers' frequently asked questions. I bet there's a lot of alignment there. If you have experience that would lend itself to answering their questions, you are most likely qualified to become a mentor to them. If your list of teaching topics is on the small side, but you have confidence and in-depth knowledge into the things that you do have listed, don't worry about it. As you move forward, more questions will arise, plus you're also going to think of more topics to add. So that's going to take a lot of brainstorming right there, but it, I hope that it makes you feel really confident when you look at that list and realize, dang, I kind of know a lot. Well, from there, you just have to start creating your packages. And of course, a lot of people get hung up on this step because they're like, okay, how am I going to disseminate this knowledge? Like, how do I get it out there? What do I do? Do I just start making videos? Do I like write blog posts? What do I do? Well, this depends on your own preference. You could create short videos, both ones that share your face and like a screen share format, depending on what you're explaining. Or you could use audio. You could start a podcast like I have. You could do audio, but only give it to paid listeners. So it's not quite a podcast, but sort of. You could create ebooks and sell them on Amazon, but only if you are an excellent writer and you want to hire an editor and a graphic designer. So there are a lot of different ways you could do this, but anything worth doing is worth doing well. Just don't let perfectionism paralyze your progress. If you are comfortable in front of a camera, or if you can force yourself to become comfortable, video is honestly the most efficient way to package your information while also creating true connection with your peers. So I'm actually going to focus most on video in this episode because it is fast and it is impactful. And if you're going to start up an income stream while still running the other part of your business, you don't want to add more to your plate than you can actually sustain. So we're just going to do this the simplest route possible. And as you dive into this, you might find that you prefer to just create ebooks or something, but chances are you're going to love the video route. So the barrier to entry into the digital education world is really, really low right now. There are so many affordable platforms that will let you charge access so that people can watch your videos and they'll also host your videos for you. I mean, some of these platforms are actually free to you and some of them cost less than a cup of Starbucks per day. So it just depends on the platform you want and the features you want. A few platforms to consider would be Patreon, Vimeo, and Memberspace. Now, a lot of times when I talk about this, people are like, oh, but what about Teachable? What about ClickFunnels? Having used both, I can honestly say that they are not flexible. They have really terrible sales page designs, and they're not honestly that user-friendly, even though they like to say they are. And to be fair to them, I do think that the term user-friendly is relative. You know, some people are going to like it and some people aren't. If you want to use Teachable or ClickFunnels, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with them. But I find that they just don't have enough flexibility. They don't have the kind of aesthetic that I want for my brand. 
Maybe it would work for your brand. I don't know. I'm just saying. Now, Patreon. Patreon is kind of a new player, and they're quickly becoming popular. And it's a really streamlined way to sell video content because that's all Patreon is for. It's free for you to use, but they will take a small percentage of your earnings, depending on what package you have with them. So you could just price accordingly to, you know, offset that fee, and then you'd be fine. The other one is Vimeo, and you'd have to use Vimeo Pro, not the free version, and that will allow you to sell your videos, or basically charge access to your videos. If you prefer to have reoccurring billing options, you can certainly arrange that with them. And by the way, Patreon will also let you do the reoccurring billing. So I'm a huge fan of reoccurring billing. I think that that is a great way to create a sustainable and pretty much passive income. Now, my favorite platform out of all these is Memberspace. Memberspace works with most website platforms, so you could integrate it with your current website, and it allows you to make certain pages of your own website private, requiring your students to pay and log in to access your videos. And because all the payments, like one-time and reoccurring, are handled through Stripe, you can always switch platforms if you ever need to, but you probably will never want to leave Memberspace because it pretty much is that awesome. Now, after you've chosen a platform, whatever it is, Patreon, Vimeo, Memberspace, all you've got to do is turn your smartphone sideways, like horizontal, and start recording yourself as you explain one of the FAQs that your peers have sent you. Your video can be anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes long and focused specifically on that one topic. And you've got to just do this for every question you get asked and then the others that you think of. Make sure you're going through the three categories of knowledge and experience that you have. If you need someone to hold the phone for you so that you can demonstrate something in your workroom or so you can demonstrate an organizing technique, something proprietary that you have developed and honed, do it, okay? You don't have to have a fancy camera. You don't have to have a camera crew. You don't have to have a really expensive video editor. You just need to start getting your information out there. And as your income stream actually starts to produce income, you can turn around and invest some of that money back into the business by hiring that professional video editor or that professional website designer or whatever it is that you might need. Just know that you just need to get your info out there because people really do need your knowledge. Let's say that you've got all your packages created. You've got all your topics figured out. You have got all your videos recorded and you're pretty happy with how they look. Well, now, like, what do you do? I mean, you pick your platform, you get it all set up, but then do you just hope people find it? Do you talk about it to your current clients? Because that would be kind of weird because it's actually for your peers. So the big question is, how do you market this? How do you market the mentorship packages to your peers and colleagues? Well, I mean, this is a marketing podcast, so you know I've got to talk about this. What you'll need to do is create a sales page on your existing website or get a new website and make the homepage the sales page. And regardless of what you do on your new website or your current website, here is what that sales page has to include and it needs to be in this specific order. So I'm gonna give you a list of about six things. If you are driving right now, you might want to just come back to this later and write it down. Otherwise, you can go straight to the show notes for this episode where I have it all outlined for you. Just go to thekateshowpodcast.com. Okay, so here is what your sales page needs to include. It needs an image that represents your industry, so a big banner image. And then it also needs a headline and a paragraph that addresses your peers who want your information and explains what they're going to learn from you. 
You'll also need a lead magnet that will help capture the peers that are interested, but they're not quite ready to sign up yet. And it doesn't have to be anything super fancy. You could actually just say, sign up here to get my complimentary five-minute tutorial on how to XYZ or learn the secrets of how I do such and such by signing up here. It can be so easy, guys. You'll also need your headshot or some other photo of you and a short bio that explains your industry experience because people are going to be like, all right, well, how do you know what you're talking about? So this is where you do get to say, here are my years of experience. Here is what I've learned. Here are some of my accomplishments, my press features, my certifications. And then if you have reviews from peers, whether you've worked with them in some capacity or they just really appreciate the advice you've given them in a casual manner, then totally list those on the sales page at this point. Then you're also going to need a list of topics that you will be offering and any extras that you're including. And that's totally optional, but you could be doing one-on-one -on -one calls with whoever signs up for your video access. You could be doing a group call once a month or something else or nothing at all. Okay, so that would be the six elements that you need on your sales page. A banner image, a headline and paragraph, a lead magnet, your headshot and bio, reviews from your peers if you have them, and then a list of topics that you're offering. Lastly, you need to have the prices set and allow your students to purchase and access your content automatically. So this is where you would be linking to MemberSpace or Vimeo or Patreon, and it just they'd handle it from there. Those platforms are great. So again, as far as that lead magnet is concerned, I just want to remember to point out to you guys, because I know a lot of you think, well, Kate talks about lead magnets, and that means it has to be a branded magazine, right? No. Branded magazines are great lead magnets when you're trying to reach that high-end residential client. But when you're trying to reach your peers, sometimes a video is going to just be better. So make sure whatever you're offering as a lead magnet makes sense and aligns with the target student that you are reaching through your mentorship programs. Now, that's the sales page. But that's really just part of your marketing. Now you actually have to go generate interest and publicity. So what you can do next is share bits and pieces of your mentorship videos on social media, either the actual video clips or just snippets that you are explaining in real time on like IG stories or Facebook Live or in a regular social media post. But be sure that you are sharing that lead magnet often to encourage more email signups and more traffic to your sales page. Now, it's totally up to you how much effort you put into marketing your membership and your videos and your courses. Now, if you want it to become your main source of income, you'll need to continue adding more videos to it as you're able or as the need arises. Plus, you might also want to include documents for your students to download, such as a copy of your client questionnaire, your onboarding plan, or some other template. While some of these documents are proprietary or they just can't be shared for legal reasons, at least give it some thought because I bet you have some sort of workflow or template that your peers would really appreciate. All right, so in short, if you're going to start selling your knowledge, if you are going to start mentoring your colleagues for income, you really only need a few things to get started. You need a list of topics that you can turn into short videos. You need a hosting platform that also accepts online payment. You need a lead magnet. You need a sales page on your current website or think about starting a new website that is totally dedicated to your mentorship services. And then you also need social media content and even email newsletter content that will help further drive that interest. So if you're thinking about social and email, just remember your peers like to have those quick, short tips, things that they can just be like, oh, okay, that was a good idea. I'm going to go implement that. And then when they go implement whatever you suggested and it works for them, you can guarantee they're going to be back for more. 
And that is how you can help really increase that trust factor. And people will really start to see you as a leader if they don't already. All right, I know this is a lot, but I also know that a good majority of those listening right now have a lot of knowledge that they just aren't aware of. I also know that most of you guys listening are female, okay? And here is the thing I have noticed about females, myself being one of them, of course. We tend to really discredit ourselves. We tend to forget or brush aside how much we actually know. Now, I'm not saying that we should get out there and say, I'm the smartest person in the world. I know all this stuff. But if you actually are a rock star at something, it is okay to own that because in doing so, you are actually sharing your knowledge. And that isn't, that's great. You're helping your peers. I mean, a lot of us are in business because we want to help people, because we want to make a positive impact on our world, whether it's, you know, a four mile radius or it's like an entire state or an entire country. Now, the good thing is selling mentorship programs is something that you can do, obviously, online. You can do it anywhere in the world. And you can have this stuff running even when you are on vacation or you're too busy serving your regular clients on the more traditional side of your business. It's totally fine and totally flexible. You can put as much effort or as little effort as you want into this and just know that you're going to get out of it whatever you put into it. So there might be a season where you are working on it a ton and then you have to back up a little bit, take a little break. That's fine because once you get it set up and running, people will be able to just purchase and access the content and then you're going to be in the background offering whatever extras you choose to offer. But really, guys, what I want to drive home here is you have knowledge that people need. Please don't selfishly hide it from the world. You know, a lot of us think, well, I'm just, I don't think that people want to know what I know. Well, how do you know that? You know, so I'm kind of working through this myself right now. And if you're wondering, is Kate going to start releasing mentorship courses or videos or programs? Well, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do that. (laughs) There are a lot of questions that come my way about my business model, about my processes, And a lot of people I know, because I see it happening, are trying to emulate that. And I'm guessing the same thing is happening to you because I have actually seen with different clients, especially like the brand new designers or, you know, organizers and stagers, they look at somebody else in the industry. And if that's someone I also work with, they'll say, I really want to be like so-and-so. They just have it all together or they just seem so confident. And I really just want to learn from them. And they're not saying I want to go copy everything they're doing. They're just like, they've got that thing and I want that thing. And I'm just not sure how to get there. So. If you're that professional who's just got that thing going on, I hope you share it because the world needs it. All right, until next time, keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and do not hide your knowledge. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.